0: win stacks of cash by entering the 150k crack the code giveaway Hey, moviegoers, it's Chris Comer back for another episode of 5-Minute Reviews, and today I want to talk to you about two movies that I've seen in the past couple of weeks, and I want to jump right into it with one that everyone seems to have their opinion on, Dark Phoenix. Uh, and I say everyone seems to have their opinion of it, this movie, but that's of the people that saw this movie because there's not a lot. Um, but Dark Phoenix is the most recent and the final entry into the X Men franchise. Um, now, this movie has received a lot of hate. A lot of people don't like it, they think it's bad. And so, if you're a fan of this X Men franchise, which I am not a diehard one, but I've seen some of them, um, It might not be for you, but as for me, I give this movie a solid 6 out of 10. It was meh. I mean, it wasn't perfect by any means. A lot of the characters I didn't like. uh, Jennifer Lawrence as, um, as Mystique. She had a lot of cheesy lines that I really didn't like. And one line in particular sticks out like a sore thumb. And it just seems like a forced girl power moment, which is... The only thing that's worse than having no girl power in your film uh, is having something feel forced and out of place. Uh, it just felt like they put it in after you know months of shooting and going, oh, we don't have a girl power moment. Let's put this line in there. It's cheesy, it's over the top, and it's been done. Um, and it felt tacky. Um, this movie overall, though, the performances were really good. Like, some of the actors were really good. Sophie Turner, um, coming back as Jean Grey and the Phoenix in this movie. She does a pretty good job in the first, uh, two acts of this film. In the final act, she's a little rough. But in the first two acts, uh, she really nails it. Uh, I mean, James McAvoy as Charles Xavier and Michael Fassbender as Magneto. Uh, they they really put in work. I mean, they're they're incredible actors, and I wouldn't expect anything less from them. Um, a lot of the younger mutants uh, don't really get a time to shine in this movie. I mean, there's a lot more Cyclops using his powers than we've gotten in the past. But like people like Storm, people like Nightcrawler. You know, those those mutants are just kind of there for the ride and it feels like wasted potential i mean everyone loves quicksilver from these past couple films the uh days of future past quicksilver scene and the x-men apocalypse quicksilver scene and in this one we don't really get that kind of fun quicksilver music montage you know granted they've done that in the past so to do it a third time would seem kind of you know it's been done, you know? It doesn't have to be done again, but you don't have to just ignore that character like they did for this film. It feels like they just wasted the potential of these iconic characters, these iconic properties that they had possession of. And I say had to possession of because that is the, uh, the main problem with this movie. Uh, that during production of this film, the Disney Fox merger happened and Disney bought Fox Entertainment in its entirety, like 20th Century Fox and all of it, and um, now owns the rights to the X-Men. And so this film about halfway through production just from went went from being just another X-Men film to suddenly becoming the final entry in the X-Men franchise. And that's a lot of pressure to put on this type of movie. So yeah, the final act of this movie isn't great. There is a really nice like a really good looking fight scene on the train on a train, which is, which is nice. But other than that, I mean, they had to do a ton of reshoots to make it seem plausible that this could end the X-Men franchise. Uh, and, And to me, it doesn't feel like they did a good job and it felt like this was rushed. And to be honest, it was, but for a movie also, other things went wrong with this movie too don't get me wrong there's a there's a lot of deserved hate that this movie gets but i think the excessive hate is uh is is excessive to say the least um but this movie had a budget of 200 million or over 200 million dollars and a lot of the effects seem like they were made on a 2004 playstation 2 game you know uh it, it it's it's doesn't look like a movie in 2019 uh, should look with computer generated effects. Um, Jessica Chastain of all people puts in a very forgettable performance as the villain. Um, you know, there. You know, it's just she's a generic shape shifting alien that has been done before by Marvel. That has done been done by Marvel in the past uh, year or so. By in Captain Marvel, it has been done like a few months ago in Captain Marvel. You know, and. And if you're gonna do that the aliens are invading plot do it you know, so it stands out. Don't do it like everybody else did it. And this just felt feel, felt generic. And her performance and the script felt generic and plain and boring. And it was a shame for an actor of her caliber to put in that level of a performance. Uh, a lot of the main gripes people have with this movie is that uh, it feels like a lot of the characters are doing things that they wouldn't normally do. People have problems with uh, Nightcrawler with Charles Xavier. I felt that just humanized them more, made them seem less like comic book characters and more like people that could actually exist. But if you are a fan of the comic book series Dark Phoenix that I have not read or, or you're a fan of the uh, all these X-Men films, which I have not seen all of them uh this movie might not be for you because everyone who is a fan of this franchise that has seen this movie that i know was not a fan of this movie and a lot and it's gotten very poor reviews so i would give it a six out of ten but if you're looking for a superhero movie to go see i'd wait to go see spider-man far from home in a couple weeks the next film that I saw is Rocket Man, the biopic about Elton John. And of the 70s, 80s rocker biopics to come out in the past few months alone, uh, this one has to be actually my favorite. Uh, I love a lot of elton john songs so i was excited for this one and taron edgerton the actor playing elton john puts in a great stellar performance uh and elton even has nothing but nice things to say um about him they even cut a song together which is really cool I know Taron Egerton through his performances in movies like Kingsman, the Secret Service, and in Sing, where he actually sings I'm Still Standing by Elton John, which my theory is that's probably what landed him this role, um, which is really, really cool. Uh, What else is awesome and insanely accurate about this film is the costume design. As a matter of fact, they show um, the comparisons of costumes that elton actually wore compared to the ones used in the movie and it's amazing the level of detail that they got into these costumes that they got it correct that they got it right because i mean a lot of these concerts happened like 40 50 years ago not 50 but like upwards of 40 you know and that's that's amazing that they got it all right um, this film is sort of structured like a rock opera, like a musical, and has a lot of musical sequences in the, in it with a lot of famous Elton John songs. And, and it's sung by Taron Egerton himself, which I thought was a really nice touch, where they had the actor actually sing the songs rather than use a previous recording of the song, like they did in films like Bohemian Rhapsody and The Dirt, uh, the mo- more recent Motley Crue movie that had come out. Taryn nails every single one of these songs. He has a lot of talent and it shows. And the visuals are absolutely stunning and spectacular to look at. And while there is stunning and spectacular visuals and an incredible voice on screen, um, There's a lot of character development and subtleties in these that you notice as well, and I think that's really important for this kind of movie, as well as the uh, dialogue scenes, not just the singing scenes. The dialogue scenes have plenty of character development, plenty of good progression, storytelling, and just well... This movie's well-written and well-edited and well-shot, and I can appreciate that. You know, this movie is... It is a like almost 100 percent accurate elton was like, very involved in this in the making of this movie it doesn't you know really hold back despite its pg-13 rating it shows uh, a lot of the drug abuse it shows a lot of you know elton's personal demons that he fought with in his actual life and it doesn't hold back on those sort of mental health sort of issues that like uh, some other movies have um fantastic use of color in this movie it's bright it's colorful uh just how elton would have wanted it i imagine and it is is fun to watch this movie is entertaining and really well done and i liked it a lot a solid uh eight eight and a half nine out of ten uh all the actors bring it you know everyone brings it with this performance with uh, the editing the writing and it shows that a lot of hard work was put into this movie and it's worth your money so go see rocket man in theaters Uh, as for dark phoenix i'd probably wait for a blu-ray dvd release uh it's fun comic book fun but it's not that great and a lot of people have a lot of problems with it so I try to avoid that one, but definitely go see Rocket Man as soon as you can. Uh, for Elton John fans and for rock and roll fans and for movie fans alike, this that is definitely one that you want to go see. Uh, take care and thanks for listening.